0: You wave at him, and he looks up. "'I've got to head out. Got a call,' you say, poking the red-glowing hoverfly case number across the desktop in his direction. He nods, catches it, and drags it down to his dock. "'I'm off duty in ten, so you're holding the fort. Ping me if anything comes up.' Elvis bobs his head, then does something complex with his hands. "'Yes, sir, ma'am. I'll take care of things. You watch me.' then he drops back into his cocoon of augmented reality. You can see him muttering under his breath, crooning lyrics to a musically-themed interface. You sigh, then reach up, tear down the control room, wad it up into a ball of imaginary paper, and shove it across to sit in his desk. There's a whole lot more to shift and hand over than that, but something tells you that MacDougall's case is going to take priority." and it's down to the front desk to catch a ride. It's an accident of fate that put you on the spot when Mac's call came in. Fate and personnel allocation policy, actually. All that and politics beside. You don't usually sit in on the West End Control Centre, directing constables to shoplifting scenes and chasing hit-and-run cyclists nominally you're in charge of the rule 34 squad the booby prize they gave you for backing the wrong side in a political bun fight five years ago but policing is just as prone to management fads as any other profession and it's policy this decade that all officers below the rank of chief inspector must put in a certain number of core community policing hours on an annual basis just to keep them in touch with social standards whatever they are, and mission-oriented focus retention, whatever that is. Detective Inspector is, as far as policy is concerned, still a line rank rather than management. And so you have to drag yourself away from your office for eight hours a month to supervise the kicking of little-out ass from the air-conditioned comfort of a control room on the third floor of Fettis Avenue Police HQ. It could be worse— At least they don't expect you to pound the pavement in person, except Jason McDougall has called you out to do some rare on-site supervision on a two-wetsuit job. Back in the naughty noughties, a fifty-one-year-old Baptist minister was found dead in his Alabama home wearing not one but two wetsuits and sundry bits of exotic rubber underwear with a dildo up his arse the cover-up of the doubly covered-up deceased finally fell before a Freedom of Information Act request. If it's not as if it's like, isn't he well known in Edinburgh, city of Greystone propriety, and ministers stern and saturnine, with the most surprising personal habits, but propriety and the exigencies of service under the mob of puritanical arseholes currently in the Ascendant in Holyrood dictates discretion. If Jace is calling it openly, it's got to be pretty blatant, excessively blatant, tabloid grade even, which means... Enough of that. Let's see if we can blag a ride, shall we? Afternoon, Inspector. What can I do here? You smile stiffly at the auxiliary behind the transport desk. I'm looking for a ride. What have you got? He thinks for a moment, two wheels or four? Two will do, not a bike though. You're wearing a charcoal grey skirt suit and the police bikes are all standard hybrids, no step through frames. It's not dignified and in these straitened times your career needs all the dignity it can get. Any segues? Oh hi ma'am, I could certainly do one of those for you. His face clears, and he beckons you round the counter and into the shed. A couple of minutes later, you're standing on top of a Lothian and Borders police segway, the breeze blowing your hair back as you dodge the decaying speed pillows on the driveway, leading past the stables to the main road. You'd prefer a car, but your team's carbon quota is low, and you'd rather save it for real emergencies. Meanwhile, you take the path at a walk, trying not to lean forward too far. Police segways come with blues and twos, taser racks, and overdrive, but if you go above walking pace, the